Ma'ams, you're under arrest. <laughs> Ma'ams, you're under arrest. All right, I'm I'm Don't gonna dig into some of this pizza. Yeah. Uh, half and half. Yeah, and the other one's just full pepperoni. Oh wow, full pep. Full pep. My pig. That's a pep check. Hey baby, this pot, this episode is brought to you by Pizza Hut. Wow. No one out pizzas a hut. I haven't had Pizza Hut in years. <laughs> yeah. Oh really? Dude, pizza yeah. Pizza Hut's still still good. Yeah. I miss going in. It was like elementary school. That would be the place they'd take us for the for like the pizza trips or whatever it would be. Gosh. The cinnamon sticks at Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. That's what I remember. So good. You know, I was reminiscing about this morning, mm. and I was thinking about, hey, it's seven o'clock. I'm awake. Let's get some breakfast. And I was like, you know whose breakfast used to be really good? Burger King. And you want to know why I say that? Because they used to have Cine Minis. And that shit was so good. But they Cine, don't have it anymore. Cine Minis is what I call my dog. Gross. <laughs> Can we were those mini? sticks? No, they were the little, like, cinnamon rolls. Oh, fuck. They came in a package of four, and you got the icing. Oh, baby. Mm. I was so excited for that, and then I Googled. I was like, hey, does Burger King still have Cine Minis? They don't. Dude, they had them two years ago for a limited time, and then they went away. I know that feel, man. But anything cinnamon sugar with with some cream, the Cinnabon Cinnabon Ooh, delights boy. at uh, Well, if you ever Bell. got it, again, I, I guarantee you it's not going to be as good. It's because you're going to overhype it because that's what I did when the spicy McChicken came back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like the like the Cineminis, the Cinnabon delights are good, and then um, Pizza Hut has uh, Cinnabon uh, things, but they're they're basically Cineminis, but not that great. I mean, I still get them, but... Del Taco has a really awkward take on a Cinnabon Delight. Like, you bite into it, but it's just a cinnamon donut, basically. I've never been to Del Taco. You're... That's... Are there I mean, any Del Taco... There used to be a Del Taco in Goshen, there, but I don't think it's there free anymore. Free Shavakadu? That's all I think about. <laughs> free Shavakadu! Oh, my God. No, Del Taco is like... They have... What's weird... I don't really get anything else other than bean burritos at Taco Bell anyways, so when I go to Del Taco, it's the same deal. But... They have burgers like a motherfucker. Like, Del Taco's burgers will shit on Burger King, shits on McDonald's. Their fries shit on everything. Really? <laughs> Del Taco has better burgers than the two staple burger joints in I, this country. Now notice that you have a dog in your lap. Yeah. yeah. He, that's what... He, I opened the door. I was going to go out and smoke a cigarette, and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a dog. <laughs> yeah. She's uh, another Frenchie. Very young. Yeah, she's the other one's sister. Biological well, <laughs> The <sister>. other one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, the other one came first, but this one's... She's... I mean, she's nine weeks old. Oh, my gosh. Tiny. Yeah. Tiny, tiny. They're, yeah, there's a tiny dog in the studio. We've ever had a dog as a guest on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And she's quiet, Can't too, confirm. unless I leave the room, and then she starts screaming, because she's a little anxious dog. But that's why she's fucking always with me. It's... You know, oh, I'm anxious when I'm not with her, so... That's true. I mean, I don't know that, but... I can believe it. Oh, you know it now. <laughs> I know it now. The more you know. Like, I guarantee you, Chris, if you walked out right now, I would just start yelling. Help! <laughs> 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 what do I do? What is this? Welcome to the Toon Junkies Podcast. My name is Nick. My name is Chris. <laughs> Today we're so happy to have the myth, the uh, the man, the myth, the Penman. The Damn, pen- I totally fucked that up. The Penman. John Penman's here. The man, the myth, the pendant. The pendant. The- <laughs> I originally... Oh. Let there be Penman. 
I told him I, oh, I was I like, <laughs> I told him <laughs> we like, should, <laughs> we should introduce him. as like, our guest today is no dummy. Well, actually, <laughs> there's well, been a change. He went to the wrong house. Yeah. <laughs> Forty minutes away. <laughs> he went to Nick's house yeah. and not the studio. Yeah. And he was greeted by two friendly, uh, how, new homeowners that live in Nick's house, and, and they Nick's. thought that he old was house. yeah old house. They thought that uh, John was hand delivering. <laughs> Uh, he was a courier for last podcast on the left, hand delivering the merch that they bought. That's that was really not cool, the case. Though. Yeah, sadly, I already dropped that merch off before I got here. So. <laughs> I yeah. also took that to a different house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of houses involved. <laughs> I'm so happy that I'm here. <laughs> I was just like, what, did, did he pull up and like, yeah, this is where I was before. <laughs> <laughs> I literally looked. I was like, hmm. okay. And my friend, he came. He came. He's in the car. He was just like, "Is this the place?" I'm like, "I don't, don't know." So. Uh, <laughs> let me check. Yeah, GPS says I'm here. I was there. That's for sure. Yeah, you were. <laughs> yeah. I was asking. Were, what's up? I said I was asking. I was like, "How did you even have Nick's address?" Hey, nope. Oh. And then he goes, "Oh, it was for merch that I was going to send him." And I was like. So then, and then he said that you messaged him. Was like, "Hey, do you have the address?" And he goes, "I have an address, <laughs> which I was I your was address." One, man. I really oh thought, yeah, I was like, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> we sent me the postcard that said Jeff from Ep- Jeffrey Epstein. I'm not dead. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> so how's it going, man? Man, just it's, it's been uh, yeah. since, since like November, right? Yeah, when it was cold, that's fuck. Yeah. And now it's the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's very nice temperature in here. This is fucking great. 71 yeah. is a smooth motherfucker. Mm, that's, a nice that's, a, that's a nice AC. That we, mm-hmm. I, I was like, I bet it's going to get hot in this motherfucker, so I'm going to buy a nice one. It's well insulated in here. I, I love how this was looking last time. But yeah. Just fucking, man, it's just, you know, I mean, things are it, things. are things. I mean, it's cor- like... That is always correct. <laughs> yeah, it's corona time, and, like, I'm doing my best, and, like, I mean, what else can you do? I mean, you know? I mean, like, it's... right. One day at a time, man. Yeah. One day at a time. A lot of a lot of stuff that I would be usually like posting on Facebook, like I've just stopped. Like I've been more results over announcements. Like it's been like thirty things I tried to tried to post in the past month where I was just like, eh, no, I like I got I'm in this psychology now. I'm like I can do better. Like I can mm-hmm. come up with something better to tell people about. And then I I go for it, and then I reach that, and then I I I'm like, well, there's more, and so now I'm just I'm trying to play the humble game because I'm just like. Until the album comes out, I ain't got shit to say. Yeah. Like, as far as like, um, like social media stuff, you know, it's even hard to post on Instagram or Facebook. So, I'm doing well. That being said, like just trying to fucking just be myself as opposed to being what, you know, you need to be perceived as. Uh-huh. It's weird because it's like a new, you know, when shows and you know music was a constant, and now that it's all been put at a standstill. We, you have to find a new way to promote yourself mm-hmm. and not just like, hey, this is what's coming up. I got the show coming up. I'm working on this thing. It's more like it's kind of pushing us all in the direction of like, oh, hey, now you have to face all the boomer news that you see on social media. Like, oh, hey, masks don't protect you. Oh, hey, all you lives matter. Blah, blah, blah. Mine. Yeah. Dude, it's like. Wake up, sheep. Oh, dude. Ball. Dude, did I showed you that fucking that Damon guy. He called me a sheep just the other day. Bye. And I was like, hey, aren't you the guy that was arguing about uh, what the rebel flag stood for? <laughs> and then you got 
I got really put out there, and then you had to delete it, but luckily I saved those screenshots. <laughs> and he blocked you, right? Yeah, he blocked me right away. Wouldn't even let me respond to Clever my own post, which is weird. I, w- I, don't, I don't understand why Facebook doesn't allow me to respond to my own on my own post Dude, just because somebody got butt hurt. Yeah, they, they've... Instagram's got me on a two-week ban right now. <laughs> what? did you yeah. do, John Penman? Too much promotion. Must have oh. went... Oh, uh, I thought he was going to say I went to the wrong house. <laughs> no. You <laughs> <I, laughs> dropped a racial slur at the wrong house. No, I just... I was promoting... So, uh, the new thing I've been doing uh, recently, um, I've been... Tr- so, I've, I've, I own all of my music. You know, I own my own copyrights. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's independent. As of yesterday, I officially am registered in the state of Michigan uh, as a, an LLC. So that's oh, nice. I'm really excited nice. about that. And the, on the government's dime, thank you, Pedro, uh, Pandemic Assistance. That was nice. fucking great. That's I, what probably, I probably should yeah. have taken. I probably should have taken a step out of your playbook and done that for us, dude. I've been just waiting because, like, that money is like because I knew, you know, soon uh, I'm going to be starting my ad campaign. Are you running for office or no? I'm going to oh, be. Uh, damn. I'm going to be just, I mean, it's, it's a, uh, I like to call it a targeted blow up. Mm-hmm. Um, I've spent the past since like December with my mentor, uh, just personally going and targeting folks to talk to about my music, uh-huh. you know, specifically just like making sure that I can, uh, and not promoting in the way that you'd think, not being like, check out my new single. Like the way that I do it is very specific, you know, and, I, and I'm, I'm not going to like go into all that necessarily, but it's, you know, very like asking it's mm-hmm. like can, do i have permission to share this with you and if they say no then i don't send shit i just you know it's nothing um it's this very passive you know way but like when you it's just crazy when you ask people permission you give them the power a lot of times uh they're way more likely to be like yes and so anyways i've been doing that for months every single fucking day uh, it's a lot but it's just it's it's going you know, decently, and it's kind of to build up this core fan base because I didn't want to run ads if I was nobody to anybody. Right. That's yeah. Absolutely. So you're saying since the last time we've seen you, you become a vampire. I've become a vampire. Yeah, I don't sleep as much. He's That's like, true. I need permission. Yeah. To enter your heart. <laughs> That's true. That's what it is, though. Yeah. And then, I, and then I. You I, have it. <laughs> <laughs> permission granted. I give it. You know. Anyways, I digress way too much. My point is I start the ad campaign soon, uh, and that's just going to be um, a lot. It's going to be an adjustment. It's going to be, I mean, I'm putting a lot of fucking money into it, and my goal is to sell 10,000 records when the album comes out in December. And December. To, Hell yeah. It's going to be a lot of work, but, you know, it's it's attainable. It's planable. Yeah. It's, you know, it's... A full album? Yeah. It's something. No, it's, uh, yeah, it's a full album, and it's just... Uh, I had this gung ho attitude back in like even when I when I first met you guys like I this sounds wild but like I would never ever want to be the person I was even then mm-hmm. and I feel that about myself almost every two weeks now and then every week and it's it's reaching this point where like I'm I'm on this quest to learn so much especially having a mentor that's constantly like not shitting on me but like telling me you know realistically like constructive you criticism know, you need to think about this differently yeah, yeah you're so telling me you know. I get what you want to do, but you need to do it this, 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 this step. Mm-hmm. And I used to hate it, man. And I didn't surrender control to him until like fe- February. I fought back on everything. And ever since I stopped and just thought, you know, like, okay, hold on. Okay, I'll think about this. Mm-hmm. It's, man, just, and all it is, he's not doing anything crazy. It's just planning. Just yeah. planning, plotting, you know, um, 
<laughs> the ad campaign that I was about to do would have cost me something like four or five thousand dollars. Really? But because of doing our finding the true like the core fans what they're what they're about you mm-hmm. know i have conversations with them i have that facebook group the the john penman music family mm-hmm. you know that's like i may not post a lot in there but like i reach out to everyone specifically like at you know at least periodically and mm-hmm. just say like hey what like well, how what's going on you're you alive like <laughs> you know i like you like checking in on that core group of fans because i have the time to do that mm-hmm. it's under a thousand so far i think about i it it makes a diff- it makes a fucking huge difference for me to reach out and be like you're still there right cuz like i give a fuck like i haven't forgotten about our conversation mm-hmm. and when it's time to run ads that $6000 campaign turns into like $300 cuz mm-hmm. now you you not only know your audience but you know everything about them you know everything that they would also like you know mm-hmm. how to sub target everything you know you basically know what other people like them are like and that's I don't know. It's just not all running ads. And that's what I thought it was back in November. I feel like such a dumb kid back then. Like I follow an artist called Ben Rosette, who I worship everything he puts out. It's, he's amazing. But he does that too. Like when he, like he'll ask, he's got this little Ben Rosette and family. And he'll ask me like, hey, if I were to press vinyl, you know, what albums would you want? You know, asking the people yeah. who are going to buy his stuff, like, what do you want me to make? And it was always, you know. Anyone would comment, oh, I really like this album, but I think you should, you know, make or do this and that. And he would respond to everybody, you know, yeah. get in contact, be like, oh, that is a good idea. I'll keep that in mind, you know, just yeah. it's having a relationship with your fans. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. There's so, and this, the, the feedback, Matt, there's like, you know, there's a couple kids, and I'm not going to name them just for privacy reasons, but, you know, like, uh, there's one in Minnesota, and then there's, uh, there's a couple, uh, they're brothers out west. Mm-hmm. And... <clears throat> They're just always fucking in touch, man. It's, mm-hmm. I'm talking like like almost every other day. And it's amazing. Because I remember like feeling so weird about it at first being like, how do I talk to these people? Like, mm-hmm. what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And the more that I realize that like even on a small level, it's like they care so fucking much that they ask that much. I had to put the pieces together, like give them as much time a day as you possibly can mm-hmm. because like that's the type of person that's actually going to make a difference like that's, that's the a type fan of person right that's there. a real a true true fucking fan mm-hmm. and they haven't bought a single thing right it's that support that that's what i feel the love from mm-hmm. you know and i've i'm trying to do all of this without having launched merch even yet which i'm I actually am doing finally soon um but that was my main goal is to develop that core fan base and not sell them shit at first just right. let them know like it's just me and the music for right now. Like mm-hmm. I need, you know. So, short answer: I'm doing good, but just like just learning and kind of being humbled and and just learning and learning and learning and learning. Am I? Yeah. It's fun. Should I answer this? Go for it. Put a speaker though. Hold on. Hello. Hi. What's up? Yeah, I was just wondering if you were going to come to the episode today. It's happening right now. Yeah, it's now. happening right now. Huh? It's happening right now. We're sitting with a guest right now. Sup? <laughs> that was John. He says, sup? <laughs> well, I think we lost her, guys. Uh, I'll call you after the episode's done. Bye. 
<laughs> Lex, you do the scheduling. <laughs> I went to the wrong house. <laughs> Where'd she go? No, I messaged I messaged Felix and I was like, Is Lex asleep? And he goes, No, not really. I'm running to get food for her. And he was like, Why? I was like, just checking. Just checking. <laughs> so you That's live funny. your life, girl. I know I know you're busy in swamps. You We're do whatever good. you need. I'm probably gonna miss an episode this week, so Yeah. Did you just fart? No. Oh, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, no. I, I, didn't smell, I just like heard like a. <laughs> no, I think it was a shoe squeaking against the table, leg of the table. Yep. Squeaky. That's what that was. Is that what you think farts sound like? <laughs> no, that is. <laughs> 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 cute farts. Cute. Did you say cube? Cute. Oh, cute. <laughs> cube fart. Can farts a fart be cute? Dimensional farts. <laughs> Gross. <poop>. Oh. <laughs> What a sound bite. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. That was funny. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> so how's our northern neighbors been holding up in this coronavirus? Yeah. I mean, I think, I feel like uh, Michigan there for a minute was uh, top five in cases there, but I feel like you guys got a little more, had a little more, um, what do I, how do I word this? Um... You had better methodology for dealing with things because in Michigan, weed is recreational. Yeah. So you can kill your time with the marijuana. Yeah, no, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, and kill it we did. Um, I was up north for like a good month and a half, first part of quarantine. I just left. Like the UP? Yeah. No, oh. not close, close, but oh. like uh, Harbor Springs. So oh, okay. it's like. That's how you know he's a true Michigander, because he was like, here's Michigan. I was here. This is where <laughs> it, I went. It was good, though. It was good, and there was no corona up there, and you could pretty much do anything you wanted. Nobody was even wearing masks for a little bit at first, because it was like so small, but I was like, that's strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wouldn't know the difference, because I literally stayed inside for like two weeks. So, I did not. Yeah. I did not. Well, I mean, I did at first, but... We went through a big old. Uh, we couldn't stop buying records. Oh, yeah. dude, I spent way too. I bought so many records that I had to buy a new shelf because I ran out of room. I easily doubled my collection. Yeah, and I couldn't stop buying clothes for a little bit, and then I stopped. Therapy. I went. I've recently. I I've stopped with the the vinyl uh, purchasing, it. and now I'm going with clothes. Yep. I'm going through a real big flower shirt phase right now. I'm not sure why. Yeah, that's a nice shirt, though. No, it's it really fucking nice better be. I'm I'm a little saddened because for weeks now, Facebook has been showing me these ads <laughs> of these shirts, and somehow it knows that I'm oh, into yeah. these flowery shirts, and it finally got me, but I'm mad because the yeah. brand is a, a brand that I have hated for many many years oh, no. just because of it's what affliction no 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 <laughs> tap no, out this is too nice there's not enough fluid at least to be on yeah, an affliction see shirt bedazzles on it for it to be affliction or tap <laughs> out these are hollister shirts oh wow. hey yeah. you know i used to walk by that store and think fuck that smells dude, good dude dude okay yes <laughs> that was like in sixth grade middle school yeah. hollister was cool yeah. to me see, i mean it was that cool was school. but you it represented the- a group of people that i couldn't identify with it was the people who had money and the rich kids and the preppy kids and so i never messed with it and it was dude. so nice dude they always had great cologne that the cologne i never will smelled vouch for the same as what you smelled when you walked by though and oh. it was never the same concentration of fucking like 300 parts you know per <laughs> per, per 301 <laughs> it's actually being fumigated yeah. out of the ac that's how they get to draw you in 
They're like, hey, would you like yeah, a sample? Like, no, I smelled it when I walked into the mall. I'm being infected by it now. <laughs> That's Thanks. all I'm breathing in. I'm good. No, I don't want a sample. I smelt it when I came here. Where can I buy the bottle? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the bottle? <laughs> it's already been sold to me. I just need to know where I can go get it. I want this pesticide experience at home. Mm-hmm. And I would like to uh, uh, fl- uh, put it up against my family and friends. <laughs> when you said put it up, I was like, where's he going with this? <laughs> and I also want to surf. <laughs> oh, Lord. I feel like in another life I could have been a surfer. I, I don't have the balance for that shit. <laughs> I pretty good I'm too balance. far off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a video today of some dude. I wish I remembered his name, but like he would st- he'd take the surfboard, run it into the water like a boogie board, mm-hmm. ramp up off of an incoming wave, small one, do a flip, let go of the board, grab it midair, and put it right back underneath him, and he'd land on the water. Sure. I, granted, he doesn't like ride it out because there's no momentum but like he still loser. fucking did it and i was like damn <laughs> what an asshole <laughs> i bet he's got so many cool stories he's a dickhead <laughs> <laughs> i hope he's i like to imagine that he's like the dude in the the one uh vine video who is like oh and the wave just came bah! And like, oh, bah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> or like kai from dogtown or something yes yeah. That's what I would like funny. to, to dream that he is. That's the world I want to maybe someday live in. Mm-hmm. Tell us that's... about this album, dude. Well. If you can. Yeah, no, I can tell you a decent amount. Um, it's, I think it's 12 tracks. I think. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's hey, been. It can be whatever you want, man. man it's I your wrote, album, dude. <laughs> so unlike for the last one, which I swept from the internet, it's gone. You can't. It's just gone. Uh. It sounded like shit. I just didn't like it. The one, not the nervous some people. The one before that, I was like, "Fuck this shit." Uh, so the this new one though, I'm just kind of being like more secretive and not releasing any snippets. No, like no singles. Even the singles that I'm releasing are like bonus tracks that are from the album. So mm. the album content is solid. Um, but I wrote like fucking like forty songs for it. About forty uh, five ish. Like, some are songs, some are, like, ideas. Yeah. Like, most of them obviously didn't make it. Um, I'm kind of in this, like, mental battle right now between, like, it's 12 tracks. I want it to be 12, but there's, like, a couple that I've, like, I, I want to replace. Yeah. It's almost in its final form-ish. Um, but December 1st is the release date, and it's just, like, I took my time for the first time. Yeah, which it sounds is, like it. Yeah. Before it seemed like you were just pushing out content yeah. as much as you could. I, yeah, I mean that was the goal for that first part too, because like I, in that mindset, I thought that's what you're supposed to do. So I put out uh, two those two EPs plus that album, but like now the album's gone. So it was like a, I put out like 25 tracks or something like that, and I took away the albums, took away 16, and then the EP release. The second one, uh, where do we even go from here? That was kind of like where I was like, well, I still liked a couple tracks from the album, so I took some off and then I compiled a couple others. And that that EP is not really any like that wasn't any new music at the time. It was just mm-hmm. a compilation of stuff that didn't make it on um, like B sides and rarities. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, that I met my mentor in November, and that's when his thoughts kind of started like clicking on, and I was just like. I don't know, man. Like, I can't, like, be, like, rushing this content shit all the time. He, he brought up a good point. He's like, if you keep 
releasing stuff, then what are they going to wait for? And I just thought, well, like, if I don't give them something, they're not going to... They're not going to wait. And he's like, well, if you release good content, then they're going to wait. And yeah. he was like, I, I wouldn't want to work with you if you didn't release good content. And I'm like, well, all right. And so far, people have been hanging on. And I've only just now started entering the point where people are like, when's the album coming? And I'm like... <clears throat> I mean, if you need any more proof that people will wait, look yeah. at Tool fans. Oh, dude, 10 they years. They waited 10 years for a fucking album. Insane. And then it was, what, for like seven tracks long? Yeah. Yeah. All the while, Maynard's fucking jerking around in perfect circle and <laughs> yeah. doing everything else. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, also, yeah. it is what it is. It's 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 a really, really good album, though. Oh, like, I listen to it a lot for the purpose of trying to get through and, like, like I take my notes and make sure, like, next time that I go back to the studio, is there anything I need to change? Because mm-hmm. um, the album's been rewritten and rechanged so many times, it's like a different album. Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. but it's, it's near final form. It's 96% form right now is just like it's crazy it's got like it's just got so much that i haven't done yet and if i wanted to you were saying something about uh having singles that you didn't know if they were gonna wind up on the album or not Mm -hmm. you could always pull uh what slipknot did for their new album they released that song all out life which Mm -hmm. was like their big like hey we're back and then they, they, they didn't even put it on the album. Yeah, no, and that's what I was literally, like with the it's seance. It's just a single. The seance was supposed to be on the album. Mm-hmm. And then someone bought uh, bought the beat, like the exclusive beat for mm. it. And so I was like, fuck. You know? <laughs> and my, my license that I have for it is still fine. It doesn't, his, he bought the exclusive after it's, it is what it is. You know, mm-hmm. my contract states I still have usage of it, but. I just thought I can't risk, like, if I put it on the album, like, I know my contract says that it's fine, but, like, I don't want to poke People are going to hear it, and yeah. they're going to be like, they're the, they're just going to assume instead of being like, no, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I have a thing worked out with exactly. the producer and or whatever. Even if something ends up going down where they're like, what the fuck, I just want to try to be like, yo, hey, I mean, here's, like, the one, here's my purchase date, and, like, I'm not trying to, mm-hmm. you know, but it was supposed to be on the album, and now, now it's not. Um, but it's fine because it's been replaced by other stuff and then that led to something else and this and that and now it's now it's where it currently is. So without mm-hmm. that happening, I wouldn't even be happy with what I have, I don't think. So. You can still listen to Seance too. Yeah. I mean, like it's, it's, it's not like it's a race from history. It's just no. not going to be on the album. Mm. Yeah, and it's almost a bonus bonus track because it can't be a bonus track either. But it just exists and it's it was released with part of the album artwork too because I've been releasing little small squares as album artwork right. uh, for singles. And you can kind of put them together as like a puzzle piece. And that was one of the pieces. And I just find it ironic because it's like, that's not one of the pieces now. It's not <laughs> one of the 12 pieces of the square. So I'm like, whatever. So I've stopped doing the square thing. I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> that's not stupid, man. I don't give us enough credit. Yeah, I was like, I mean, I like that, especially like when people do it on Instagram or on Facebook and they put up like nine photos and it makes a big square. What sucks is you add that last one and then just everything's mm-hmm. fucked. Yeah. <laughs> that or like you have to stop uploading photos mm-hmm. until you're done utilizing that big portrait because as soon as you yep. do it moves everything over and then it's like oh or look at this upload three oh. at a time yeah which is that's silly oh now I have to add even more pictures to make it right again mm-hmm. people yeah no it's uh, words words <laughs> letters. <laughs> I've gotten really into words lately, actually. Yeah? Re- yeah, like how words have, like, the effect. I'm not even going to go into this rant, but, like, if you ever think about just 
spelling, like even the word spelling, it's you're talking about spells, like the, the when we talk, like the stuff that we say is so fucking powerful, it's insane. Like even if we don't believe it, everything that we're saying, we're setting in in motion, like whatever we want to do or what we're thinking about. It's like you're that's what true manifestation is. It's that subconscious, like saying what you're doing. Man, and the way that we spell things and the things that we say and the way that we word them matters so fucking much. It's been on my mind. I like to. I have two things to add to that. One, yes, uh, your words are in fact like a spell that you cast on people for in the the very simple effect of like I can say two words and conjure up images mm. in your brain that you have no control over, such as explosive diarrhea. <laughs> right. That's something you can't oh. like. Oh no, that. Oh. Or like uh, one of my favorite things, I think I may have mentioned this last time, about walking up to people that you're not talking to and just saying, hey. don't forget to breathe. Yeah. And then yeah. that subconscious thing that's always happening, you put to the forefront of their mind and then it just makes them like, oh, how long am I supposed to, how long do I yeah. breathe in for? How long am I supposed to hold my breath? And it just fucks them all up. And people, Are you ever like, like sending a text or writing something down and you come to a word that you have written or texted hundreds of times and you're just like, that's not Dude, right. That's not how you spell it. Dude, I do that this all the time. Right. This does not make any sense. Yep. That is this right? With, I know. Uh, this right, right? Necessity. I know yes. how to spell it, man, but <laughs> apparently Dude, I don't. Every time I do it, I'm like, that's not right. Mm-hmm. It could be like simple words, too, that like I just never thought twice about until, for some reason, that moment. I had a spelling bee. Oh, this cocksucking spelling bee. In fifth fucking grade, this fucking teacher, God, I don't know what the fuck happened. It was so stupid. I'm still salty to this fucking day. I I got all the way down to the finals. I was up against this dumb motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He I don't know how dumb shit. he is because he was Man. made of the finals, but Dude. no. Yeah, oh, let me tell you, but the, re- the reason that he, okay, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> this motherfucker, <laughs> he spelled the word wrong before me. Mm-hmm. And in order to keep it going, I had to spell the word right, and then we'd go into another round. All I had to do was spell the word right. Yeah. He spelled the one word wrong, and it was like a, a mercy round, like a whatever round. So if I if I answered or if I answered wrong, so sorry. he got it wrong, then you had to spell the word that he got wrong. And if I got it right, then I would win. But if I got it wrong, it would advance to another round. Right. It's just wrong. like you both got it wrong. Okay. There yeah. needs to be a winner. Yeah, yeah. It's like a tiebreaker or whatever. Yeah. Well. I fucking lost because she... And he got a big-ass word. Okay. And then I get the word lose. <laughs> L-O-Z-E. Or L-O-S-E. Look at me. Fucking... <laughs> wow, I see that's terrible. Lost. I think I can guess what oh, you <laughs> No, I actually spelled L-O-O-S-E because I thought she said loose. Uh, and she didn't okay. even fucking bother like saying anything. She didn't... like. It was clear that I was confused. You didn't ask she, yeah, to use like, it in a sentence? And the winner... No, of course! I'm oh. like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, can you loosen up? Like, fuck, like, fuck you. Like, I thought you said loose, and she didn't. They're going to lose and, um, if you don't get this question right. Yeah, <laughs> and here I am, tw- 24 and angry as hell. <laughs> because of losing. the dumb That's kid who beat me at the title. spelling bee. 24 yeah. and angry. 24 and angry. Yeah. What was the one that Lex said the other day that you were like, if that's not a... It was something about anxiety. I don't remember. Maybe she'd remember if she were here. Yeah. But alas... Maybe we should ask that empty chair across from me. Hey, oh, wait, let- no, I'm not Clint Eastwood. I'm not doing the empty chair thing. <laughs> oh my god, old bastard! <laughs> are you are you being ageist right now? 
I guess. That's all right. I feel very like. Why don't you eat a lozenge? <laughs> Read the paper. You take your Jared all, you old bastard. Take, why don't you go eat dinner at 4 p.m.? <laughs> Stupid ass. Oh, uh, yeah, why don't you go find your stack of Mother's um, Originals and eat them? <laughs> Stewie has just joined in well, the where studio. Are we at in the episode. Uh, 33 minutes. And tur- you know, we we lose. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I almost said that earlier, but I was like, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mess it up. How long did it so it took that long? Took thirty three minutes for us to make a family guy reference. Wow. (laughs) Well, I mean last time we didn't know about your special skill until the end. Yeah, last time I think it was like an hour and twenty minutes. So we've done uh, exceptionally better this time. (laughs) You guys are losers sticking up looking for army guys. (laughs) Yes. That's one of my favorite bits. Such a good one. They're gonna be looking for army guys. Yes. <laughs> He's just so sick sitting there <laughs> like a jackass in a clown suit. That's so funny. Ew, the man in white. Put me back in the room. <laughs> oh my god. Bertram. That's funny. Oh, Stewie, man. I can't even oh do that god. voice. Oh my god. I did it though. <laughs> Who was that? Bertram. Oh, Bertram. <laughs> that was the principal from Goof Troop movie, wasn't it? I think I don't know. I never. What's that? Wait. Goof Troop movie. The principal. The voice that. of that guy. I'm pretty sure is the. Hold on. Go medium. Wish I could talk to ghosts. <laughs> Go medium. <laughs> that's that's a good one. <laughs> mm, okay, hold on. What is that's weird. I didn't recognize you without my lawn under it. Well, <laughs> I don't take the lawn with me when I go. Well, then I was right to trust you with it. Like, what? Ha <laughs> <laughs> I was correct. Uh, Bertram is voiced by Wallace Shawn, the same guy who voices the principal in the Goof Troop movie. Love it. I'm going to have to watch the Goof Troop. It's also the voice of T-Rex from Toy Story. Well, man, he gets another dinosaur, a mean one. I don't <laughs> think I can take that. <laughs> oh, sweet a bike. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet a bike. <laughs> 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 well, there could be anything in the box. Could even be a boat. You know how much we want one of those. <laughs> well, take the mystery box. Hop in. Tina, I'm holding iced tea. Hey, <laughs> <And> Lois, <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> me and Nick have been on this. Uh, well, I think it was a couple months ago you showed me the video where Lois just snaps on Peter. And you're, you're a, a stupid, stupid <laughs> man. Roof. Roof shop, let's, the roof shopping cart, roof, this roof shopping cart. Yeah. Okay, go. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> oh, don't. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's funny. Okay, wh- one final one. I okay, just yeah. got, uh, just, when, <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris, you can't take the tree. <laughs> Goes inside, takes the tree inside the bush, shoots it. <laughs> what, what was that? Nothing. <laughs> You know what? We'll take a tree. Yeah. Just get in the car. <laughs> okay, I have a last one. They're watching Avatar, and all you can just hear Peter go, it's unobtainium hard to obtain. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, well. So, have you had much many shows since November? <laughs> no. Yeah, oh, shit. I had one booked for up north. Supposed to be August 1st. It's not happening. Uh, and that was a reschedule from yeah. April. We had some shows that we were going to host at a local 
bar here called Cheers Pub. Be sure to check them out. They got a lot of cool. Well, they did have a lot of cool shit going on, but um, they took they made the right move. Yeah, it's better. I think it's after like they saw after the mask mandate went into play, or is going into play tomorrow as of this recording. They're just like yeah, yeah. Um, we'll just so play safe. I'm dreading that working at a liquor store. Yeah. Having to tell people, drunk people, you can't don't have a mask. You gotta yeah. get out. Sorry. Better get yeah, not. Dude. You better get the police on speed dial because you're I gonna got get old Batty McBatty under the thing. It's fucking. People. I'm a felon and can't have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I got one under the seat. Scratched off the serial number. <laughs> That's worse. That's not better, John Penman. No, yeah, no, I don't scratch serial no- numbers off my guns. Just saying, just want to put that out there. I don't do that. That's a good stance to have, John Penman. The, I just don't want the feds coming after me, being like, "You do what? <laughs> you know what <laughs> They're they listening do. to our favorite podcast? Yeah, because the FBI is listening to Toon Junkies podcast. Well, no, just ju- judging by the shit that I tell people about, like just the stuff that's going on in the world, I feel like I educate people. Uh, oh, you think you're on a watch list? No, I don't think I'm on a watch list, but I definitely like. I I feel like I've I I don't know. Sometimes I think that. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I have my moments where I'm like, I don't think I'm a threat. I you know I don't. I'm not out here trying to harm anybody or even like I'm not trying to like shoot up a fucking consulate. Like we're not we're not doing terrorist things. But we out here doing terrorist things. <laughs> I just want to do hood rat show yeah. with my friends. <laughs> I, I feel like terrorist. educating folks sometimes can be dangerous, viewed as dangerous. And then That's I the reason why they uh, made drugs illegal. I, you know because it opens up your mind. Yeah, man, it paranoys me. And people, you got FedEx drivers, FedEx in quotes, FedEx drivers killing people. Are you referring you know? to the dude that, who shot up yeah. that judge and his son? The whole know? situation. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. I mean, just crazy shit. Yeah, he sent me a postcard. Not too you know, exactly. I mean, well, I just heard from him last night. You were FaceTiming. Listen. I know. I know he's not dead. He taught There's me his no recipe for rigatoni. But anyways, that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> Delicious, It was by the of way. age rigatoni, yeah, it right? was No, actually, it was, it was, it was gross. <laughs> It was three. It was about. It was it about. Was it was about ten years from expiration, so I decided not to make it. Mm, that's probably best. Yeah. Did you hear that? As of this recording, uh, I think it was three <clears throat> days ago. The Pentagon has confirmed oh, yeah. that they have and are in possession of space ships. That are not made yeah. on this planet. Oh, that's old news. Which suggests... It's old news Ooh. as of now, <laughs> that, but as that, of July 24th, I think it that was. It breaks the great filter, too. It breaks the great filter right the fucking half. Dude, that's... I mean, it's... Luckily, there's a lot of shit going on right now that, like, it's being buried under yeah. news and news and news. But once it does become, like, oh. news that people start talking about, there going to be a lot dude. of crazy... Dude, the cults are going to start coming. Oh, yeah. All those Dude. devout Christian boomers are going to be like, oh, the Jesus is coming. Like, in oh, order I for them so. to have found those <laughs> ships, that in and of itself is a direct implication that they are so much further advanced than we are. Absolutely. It's, I mean, it com- it's way more implications than that. I, I had this really good discussion with my producer the other day. Uh, shout out Adam Shepard. Um, uh, we were talking about, he, he brought this point up. It was... I never thought about this. He was like, we're carbon-based life forms. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. And he was like, so what about other life forms? Like, I was like, well, I mean, they're probably... And he was like, no, no, no. He's, he, he goes, what if they're not carbon-based? What if carbon's not the element? Like, what if they're, like, zinc-based? And I'm like... 
the possibilities are holy fucking literally, shit. literally uncomprehensible to our human table. And then I was like, well, what about like uranium? And I was like, I wonder if they would like have different properties if they were that based. And then I was like, well, wait, in order to be, let's just back it up to zinc. In order to be zinc based, you'd have to have a world that operates in a way that allows to have zinc based life. Mm-hmm. And that you multiply that times like however many variables times however many atoms or particle types there are in the entire universe which we only have the periodic table we have hours we have hours what we understand we don't like it amazes me there's quite literally it reminds me of the do you, do you ever play spore yeah yeah you ever, you ever, or that other game the end the with the endless sky whatever uh, the, you're talking about uh no man's sky yeah dude it reminds me of that it's just like quite literally there is endless possibilities mm-hmm. and that finding that ship I don't know whether whether to be threatened or amazed. Well, I think if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about this, I'm gonna go back to my my stance that I believe that the government has known about extraterrestrial life forms since 1948, when Roswell happened. They we there's a theory that they believe that Roswell happened. The number of UFO sightings happened as soon as we came. To grips with atomic energy as soon as we figured it out it's a destructive power and that's when we started seeing more uf that's when roswell happened and then a year later that's when the air force was created the air force wasn't a thing until after roswell because the air force was a part of the the army no way and it wasn't until after they quote unquote found the ufo from roswell that they were like all right we need our own separate thing for Area 51. Damn. We need our own branch. So they were already flying planes beforehand in wars, but they just didn't have an air force? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the the Air Force was part of the Army. Oh, it was so just, it was just another, a plane it, division. Yeah, it was just a plane division. What? It wasn't its own Holy branch shit. of military. Dude, okay. And then take go from 1946 to now, and like how technology has exploded yeah from 1946 to 1900s yeah slow slow moving and then as soon as we got there started getting cell phones yeah. laptops bluetooth uh, internet all that stuff just happened within and they believe it's because there's another theory that et the movie et is based off of what actually happened to roswell that, that there was a body two bodies found at roswell one was dead one was alive you took the live one to area 51 and then they interrogated it to help it, hey, give us some of your technology. And that's where we get our no internet way. and Bluetooth and all this compact stuff. And now they think that's where they probably reverse engineered, what do they call it, zero form energy, which is what keeps what keeps fuck? a UFO floating off the ground. That, I mean, that would make sense, form. though, that we have. I mean, it, uh, that's, uh, that's a theory that we that could hold some weight because stuff yeah. like the internet and just working off of waves and everything, it's like, that's that's some rather... Space, spacious stuff. I mean, That's at the like, time, all we had was radio. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. That's kind of wild. I can not I can either confirm or deny that it is true, but it is the theory that I believe. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put that... I mean, that makes a lot of fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Just fucking... Even if you just think about the internet or Bluetooth or any of those things you described, like, none of those are like the digital, like friends that they have like even you know like like even like guitar amplifiers or anything like that it's Mm -hmm. not like that it's like they're do they're like the whole waves thing good thing we have our trusty president trump and his space force 
to protect us. Yeah, that shit's nutty. I, yeah, it's, that dude, is nutty. <laughs> yeah, it's the fact that we have a space force. It's like it almost makes me think. You know how the government is usually. You know they say fifty to a hundred years like ahead. Or yeah, the technology like have, that the government have. I think I've heard ten to fifteen. I I'm, might be very off. But that. yeah, the technology that they have is always way more advanced than what is accessible to the public. It just wouldn't. It wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. That's some mind-blowing stuff. But I love thinking about stuff like that because you—that kind of theory is no more different than the theory that there is them in the first place, which is now proven. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and it's not like this is the first time that we've no. ever heard of there being life. Ever. We found life on Mars. Granted, it was microbial, but it's still life on Mars. This makes me question all those times that I'd watch those shows as a kid, and my grandpa or grandma or parents would be like, "That's fake. It's whatever." I'm so, like, no, it's not that like that grandma or the people that like, they're always like, oh, they look so frantic and fake. It's like, now that I think about it, they're probably frantic because that shit's probably crazy to see. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Imagine oh. seeing that shit. And you're like, no one's going to fucking believe me. No, that's like a <laughs> Benny Hill, which are one of the first couples to ever be abducted in the 1950s I believe they were, and their story no one believed they were ostracized from their city and their town because they were they were kooks yeah. that shit doesn't happen yeah, dude, that's, that's not real so, yeah, you've been watching too many about, movies like, the basic um, stereotypical looking alien like yeah oh like Ooh. the gra- the grays the, the grays mm-hmm. the big eyes mm-hmm. like, it's very egocentric where'd you get that from like I mean, a lot of it is from, I think it started from the quote-unquote eyewitness testimony. That's where they got it from. But mm-hmm. then Hollywood has taken it and made it into xenomorphs. Or is that, that's what they're called, alien? The, the xenomorphs from the movie Alien, the one, the chest bursters. Oh, that's what those are? But well, alien they, is they the grow bi- into the xenomorphs. Okay. So, but yeah, like there's... Uh, big mess. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's another thing. Aliens like that in the alien movies could be very real. Yeah. Predator could be real. Yeah. All that shit. I hope not, because... That's... T- yeah, but I mean, it, it could... It's, could be. I just kind of find that nuts, though, and it makes a lot of sense, too, just like the... Like, you find out about atomic energy. Of course, that would be almost like the signal of, like, oh, you hear Earth got it? You hear Earth, Earth figured out... It's a out, sign like, of intelligence. Yeah, it has to be. Mm-hmm. That's because everything else before it, sure, like, the Industrial Revolution is cool, whatever, but it's not... You're not hitting... It's not this, a threat. Yeah. And, you know, we haven't even brought up, like, atomic, you know, fusion. Mm-hmm. You, once you figure that out, that's it, man. Like, you you have that utopia you've always been wanting. Like, fusion... Ha. I mean, you know how it works. Do you know how it works? <laughs> no. The, it's fuse stuff? It's instead of breaking the atoms apart, you're fusing two atoms. And instead of... Where you t- break them apart gives you a lot of energy, tons of waste. You fuse two of them, it gives you like billions times that energy you already got and no waste. Oh, like so dra- Dragon Ball Z. Like, I know this sounds like yeah. a stupid example, but like... That will propel us. I think that's the that's one of those missing big technological leaps where once we figure that out, if we already haven't, you can probably do anything with that. You have infinite energy to send anybody anywhere that you want, anytime. You can do all sorts of space missions that involve going light years without i mean you can do stuff like that Mm -hmm. that's fucking crazy that's nuts it makes me wonder if a human body can even withstand going as fast as you would need to to make stuff like that happen you know i'm not sure like 
I mean, we've we've all watched sci-fi movies where there's yeah. light speed or you know, teleporting or whatever, something like that. And in some movies, it's instantaneous; the body's not doing anything. Star Wars, and then there are other movies um, like Event Horizon, where they go into a cryogenic state, and then they fucking. That's not necessarily light speed though. That is still travel. They just like put themselves yeah. into a coma, and then they travel for forty years to get to. The, the one of the moons of Saturn. Kind of like Interstellar. Ooh, Interstellar. Interstellar is actually a really um, like uh, accurate movie in terms of what, how space would be. Like I bought they, that book, man. I don't know if you, do you uh, saw the book. I didn't uh, read the book. Kip Thorne, he was a physicist on set. Yeah. And he yep. wrote a book for Interstellar, and I read it, and it's amazing. He explains scene by scene like all of the things that they included and what like it's him explaining it and yeah because they wanted to know how to visualize a black hole because you can't really and the way they did it was fucking frightening Mm. like you wouldn't even know the difference either uh uh, if you were like being spaghettified like i don't i think it would depend on your reality but like you if it's going slow enough or if it's going fast enough, rather, mm-hmm. I don't think that you would know the difference. I think time would start like slipping so fast that you, you'd be a string of you, and be just fully unaware of it. And I don't think even like this is going to sound wild, but I don't think death would even happen. I think you would just be alive, in another like everything would be as it was, just in this other state. Well, see, then in order to know what happens next, is we have to know what actually happens right. in the center of a black hole. Is it actually crushed yeah. and Absolute, uh, you know, deleted, yeah. or does it spit you out on into another place? Yeah. So in that sense, like if it just crushes you, that yeah, you're dead. But if it doesn't, it might fucking spaghetti you, yeah. and then like accordion you yeah, right back up out on the other side. It makes me think it's very Disney-like, as mm-hmm. weird as that sounds. Like, and it would almost just be like that. But nothing like it's so weird because I have to think of it in the way of like how Inception is when that first scene. Where the road is kind of flipping up, mm-hmm. none of the buildings are falling over because they wouldn't. They, there's no reason for them to. Their physics, they're able to operate at every second while it transforms. Even the physics around it, mm-hmm. it's able to operate in that next set because it's not. You're not destroying the physical world. You're like changing how that world operates in and of itself. Mm-hmm. That's God. That shit's amazing. And Dude, we have all the more reason to think about it now because aliens are fucking movie. real. Is space not your forte, Nick? No, I was just listening. I'm just okay. fascinated by what you guys are saying. Dude, I can talk about space all day. Thanks, my, Dad, my, for showing me. My, my like knowledge of space, though, is just like basic and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like listening, though. Oh, you're good. I'm not going to talk about like fucking Star Wars like that's <laughs> something that's plausible. <laughs> I mean, yeah. so in a galaxy far, far away, it could yeah. absolutely be plausible. Yeah, but we don't need two suns. <laughs> oh, dude, but... He would die. Uh, there was a I, there was an artist not too long ago who would like shared pictures of what it would be like if different planets in our solar system were as close as our moon is. Granted, mo anything bigger than the moon would have a huge impact on how our environment is. Yeah. But if it didn't, 
you should I I wish I remembered the name I feel of like these, I've seen but those are just take up. Like, they put like Saturn up right where like the moon is, and dude, if I woke up to that every day, just like this big. And the crazy thing is, if it was that close, these giant planets still have their own moons, who would circle even closer, and so it would just be this Great huge Scott. sky of a Jupiter. Oh my god! And then just every now and then, you can see this moon get closer and closer and closer, and then it's like the moon from fucking uh, yeah. Ma- uh, Oh my God! What am I? Legend of Zelda: The Majora's Mask. Yeah, this is moon real close, and then it's gone again. Like that shit would be wild. I think about that a lot. I've been thinking about spatial stuff. Like Mm. I had a real dude. So I had this trip with uh, uh, a girl named Sydney Mm -hmm. back in November. Uh, We we tripped, Uh, and it was it was supposed to be just one friend. Yeah. Ended up being ten friends. Ooh, I don't. And like I didn't this. realize. I don't like it. this already. Yeah, but it ended up being fine. It, mm-hmm. You know, it lasted like twenty six hours the whole trip, and uh, ever since then, man, I've been like, it. I've been just thinking like conversations like this. It has me going back to this point during that trip where I like I stopped and all I could see was fractals, like not and not even in the sense of like seeing them, but it felt like. I could see, you know, how they try to get down past an atom, and then they're like, that's the smallest thing, and then they found quarks, and then yeah. they're like, okay, and then, and then they keep going, they find the smaller thing. Mm-hmm. I, I truly believe, because of this experience, like, that the smallest thing, the singularity, is these fractals, which aren't a single point to me, like, what it looked like, like, as I was, as it was, it looked like I could see them building the very reality that was happening right the fuck then mm-hmm. right then and like that's it's it's infinite amounts of these fractals all like spinning consistently it they're, mm-hmm. they're moving and building and it i just ever since then i just keep thinking about how that creating our reality and creating everything it, that almost reflects itself in every single part of our lives. He, all humans want to do is build and move forward, mm-hmm. and it's just the it's it's very suggestive of that that central that singularity that people are like looking for. I think that what they're gonna find is like that, and it's almost pro- it might just be disappointing in a way, but something just seems very elementary but again you know i'm not a physicist this is just what i saw on a trip but again it's just like <laughs> this is just sake, a thing man. i saw yeah it felt just so intense and it felt just i don't know believe half what you see and none of what you hear but that was that was a lot i always i always hate slash love the notion that like the time it takes for your brain to process what's happening outside of you isn't instant oh yeah there is a delay so everything you see and hear and do and feel and touch has already happened yeah. you're just now experiencing it and when you do yeah. like hey, the, uh, the feeling has happened before i like yeah i sensed yeah. it hey um john i hate to do this but uh i do gotta get going to work you oh that's right you do have it to... on um, okay i apologize i know you came a long you're way so good, i man. think we should keep it going um but it's been a great pleasure seeing you do you have anything Much you want me to like talk to him specifically about I mean, we co- we covered what I wanted to talk about. Okay. But, uh, well, th- thank you guys very much. Absolutely. I'm going to give you a hug. That, <laughs> that dog is just dangling. Like, yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, you got a dog. Yeah, she's Doggo. A lady. Oh, see you guys. Have a see good ya. one. Man.
Oh. Turn his mic off. There we go. Yeah. That shit, though, man. I Yeah, it's... I don't know. I love... So, like, I used to live at my buddy's house many, many years ago. And it was out in the country. So, it was a, far enough away, there's a li- little to no light pollution. So, the sky was very clear. And I always loved... This is when I was getting sober. And, like, I f- would go out on his roof and just, like, look at the s- stars... And I love how it makes me feel because it it's very humbling. It yeah. reminds me that my world and the, my reality of things that I let revolve around me or the things that I focus on the most don't really mean that much yeah. in the grand scheme of things. So, like, look look at all this fucking sky. All the, look all the shit that's probably out yeah. there that we don't know about. Like, and you're looking at it, and I'm looking at it. You're I can literally, see it. You could be looking at life. Something could be looking at me. You, yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. They're like, look at this fucking weirdo sitting on the roof. It's, I wonder what he's thinking about. That kind of stuff has me more thinking recently, and this is something totally new, which is kind of rocking my fucking world because mm-hmm. no, I don't, I don't even know how to think of it still. But I've been trying to adjust my reality to the fact that, you know, plane travel was seen as really crazy at first. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to really just come to grips with the fact that by the end of our lives, we may that like we may be not only going back and forth between other planets pretty regularly as mm-hmm. like a normal thing. I mean, commercial fl- space flight only took place 50 years after they went to space, mm-hmm. or, uh, or commercial flight only went took place after. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, didn't take that long to get regular folks into it and they've Elon's been, been talking about make trying yeah. to get commercial trips to the moon i mean they're fucking they've been sending stuff to space for ages now they have mm-hmm. it down they have the technology to do this kind of thing it's it's going to be insane when the first bases are built and you actually have a destination to go and i think it's going to be really insane if if you know by i mean i was born in 95 so like let's hope i get to 2095 that would be great but if i do Mm -hmm. it would be really cool by then to see like if there will end up just being being space colonies like where you you just live amongst the 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 void you know the reality is if we don't do something about our consumption of this planet then that will be our forestry we'll have to by 2040 we'll have to figure something out like that and that's why We'd have to colonize Mars. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, why wouldn't we go to the moon? Because the moon isn't a real place, okay? Yeah. It's <laughs> it's a real spatial entity, but why is the dark side of the moon always the dark side yeah. of the moon? Because it was put there. It's watching us. That's there's wild. a reason we haven't gone back to the moon. Because there's other things there. It makes sense. Conspiracy theory. I've never really looked into the moon conspiracy theories, but I've just like always kind of been spooked out by it because of that whole dark side of the moon thing where it's like... Why is it always a dark side? Why doesn't it have its yeah. own rotation? It's weird. Weird. But that, I don't know. I mean, like in the end of Interstellar, you know, they, they had the colony. They were finally living on a... whatever that was. And... I couldn't even wrap my mind around in the movie what, like, I know they were like, yeah, it's a centrifuge, you know, whatever. But I'm like, how did they mm-hmm. get that out of the earth? How did you launch <laughs> that structure? You know, and then there's this report the other day I saw where they there was like a giant ship, ship, mm-hmm. uh, quote unquote, that they saw in front of the sun, like a giant black square. 
And they said it was like ten times the size of the Earth, and it was it would like go into the sun and come back out. Oh, I thought you, again. At first I thought you were talking about the Black Knight satellite that. Uh, oh, no. It circles the Earth, but nobody has claimed whose satellite it is. They don't know whose it is. It's just been up there, and it predates all of our satellites. That's wild. Yeah, that's real weird. That's pretty weird. Called the Black Knight satellite. That's strange. Mm-hmm. But it, it's. They claim that this one that they had saw, they said if it is a ship, it's like 10 times the size of Earth, which it, I, at first I was like, there's no way. But then I thought, you know, if you're going to have something where people live. Even to just fit a million people on it, it, it would have to be huge. It would have to be. But 10 times the size of Earth, that's, that's like 80, bil- yeah. 80 billion people. That's an unreal amount of, and then even that looks small compared to the sun. So it's like yeah. just it just makes me go back to the thought of like, wow, there's so much out there, there's so much. Even I can only hope that one day, all of our questions are being answered, or I can get abducted by aliens and yeah. they can give me all the answers that I would like. Yeah. It. Would you Would you willingly get abducted by aliens? Not yet. Not yet? I mean, let's say you can come back. Let's say I can come back. Let's say they're like, yo, we got to take you. We're going to take you. We're going to show you the secrets of the universe. We're going to drop you back off. Not yet. And it's only going to be an hour. It's only going to take an hour because they travel so fast. I can't. I don't think I could do that yet still just because I have stuff that I want to do. And I feel like my mind would be blown to smithereens. You think it would be too much at once? Too much, yeah. What if they have a serum that would... What if they give you like at some sport of, sort of intergalactic mushroom that helps your brain accept all this information and just <laughs> embed it into everything you already oh, know? man. Which doesn't sound like it would be unattainable to this super high life form, super high, high intelligence life form. And I'd be returned safely? Yeah, returned safely. I would do it in a heartbeat. I don't know. <laughs> the I adventurous would... part of me is like, yeah, send it. But the other part of me is like, wow, I still have to come to terms with like the fact that they're real. Like that's actually like I just figured that out mm-hmm. when everyone else figured it out. And I... we haven't even gotten the full report yet. Like, no. I've been a believer since second grade and I've been all about it. And if that proposal was directed towards me, I would say yes. Yeah. If the proposal was, hey, was only, hey, would you let, would you let aliens abduct you with no guarantee of my safety? I would still do it, because I that's an yeah. an, that's a question that I need answered because yeah. I have to know. Yeah, no, I feel you. I've, and it, something makes me think you'd kind of figure it out after death, anyways. Like you, you, your spirit would probably be free to go figure it, things yeah. out. And that's another thing. We don't even know yeah. that death is like the end. Yeah. I you know, think maybe reincarnation is a thing. Maybe you get your your energy gets yeah. spread out into other forms and you still exist. Like you can be omnipresent in a way. That's where I kind of, that's what I believe almost wholeheartedly is just like that you can, once you die, it's just a physical body death. Like it's just mm-hmm. your human body dying. I think that you're able to, and again, I don't know because I haven't died, but it's right. like I have this feeling that like, you you be you can you just become omnipresent you know able to like do what you're doing unless of course and this is more deeper into my beliefs but i feel like if you have not learned like your lesson mm-hmm. on earth or like learned like your lessons on like you haven't evolved and done what you're supposed to do 
I think even presently on Earth, the universe will continue throwing you the same situation and wrapped up in like a different bow. Kind of like and, the uh, what they say happens to ghosts, like in all the movies yeah. and shit like that. Like, oh, that ghost haunts this place because it hasn't resolved yeah. its thing yet. It and it's hasn't like, dealt with. I feel like that's going on like right now. It almost feels like that I on a daily that. basis. Yeah. Like I have shit, a lot of stuff that's happened to me where once I started changing the way I did it, new situations would arise. And I was like, oh, wow, that thing that used to happen in, in like different ways. Like I finally, you know. I don't know. Oh, but again, a lot of it's just so open to speculation. It's like that's what keeps me so sane is knowing mm-hmm. that there's so many possibilities. It's not just like black and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say something about. Is it about ghosts? Is it about. I don't remember. Oh, have you ever heard the theory that ghosts aren't necessarily dead people but instead it's a tear not necessarily a tear but a weakened point in our uh timeline that we are able to see either into the future or into the past and you're not actually seeing a dead person you're just seeing that a human yeah in another timeline and that's that's that makes what, sense. That's what we see. It's not actually a ghost yeah. that's dead and haunting this area. It's, it's just like a, a weak spot in, yeah, a weak Almost. spot in the system that you're able to see through. Yeah. Because time, as we know it, we perceive it as linear. Yeah, but it's like it has to be like it, whatever happened before has to be permanently reverberating at mm-hmm. that point forever. Yeah. Like, and every point past it. So it's almost like you, like what you're saying is for a brief second, let's say that you're here and point two come is here. It's like on a parabolic curve, it comes in, you know, mm-hmm. and then out just like for the tip. And you can kind of see like flashes, almost like a GIF. Yeah. And it's like you're not seeing a person move, but you're seeing those individual points of reality. Mm-hmm. And then it exits again almost because that's that explains a lot of like the time traveler photo type things where it's like you. How did you get here? You're wearing clothes from like. Yeah, I think I saw it was like a picture from like 1920 yeah and it was just this crowd of people and there was a dude in like a zip up pulley yeah. and a fucking watch yeah. and he had like sunglasses and i'm like dog what the fuck yeah and a lot of that isn't photo manipulated is that a like, billabong yeah. swisher you're wearing <laughs> <Is that Volcom>? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah it's something god that's that that stuff blows my fucking mind like when I, I feel like that's the only thing i do when i'm not making music it's like either hanging out with my girlfriend my dogs making music or just bombarding my mind with like thinking about things that we yeah. don't have answers to yeah Ugh, abusing I hate my it. mind yeah basically. i hate it so much but what else are you gonna do like yeah. what else am i gonna think about i could think about a lot of shittier things yeah, you could. But I don't want to. Yeah, that's that's probably the best. I uh, I try. I have a very overactive brain, and I also have a brain that likes to think about the negative. I feel you. It's. Uh, I was trying to put. I that call it like the goes, fight but... for the light, like for myself. Like I have to really just make sure that, like, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's important to me that I fight myself to make sure that I know because I feel like I tend to edge towards the dark or at least have like in my in my when I was younger mm-hmm. it's just like it's it feels better to like strive for like that more like lighter energy even when like it's not necessarily even the popular thing to do with a lot of times like people always want to be like bad and like yeah 
people want to be like, you know, it's like, it's weird. I feel like, so as of the last five years, I've been on this like really big, like, I don't want to say emotional journey, but it has been an emotional Mm -hmm. journey because there's a lot of things that I'm finally now coming to terms with, the things that I have to deal with. Yeah. Things that I always just, I was raised in a family that wasn't very, it was a good family. They just weren't very emotionally supportive because from what I now know, they didn't have that. Yeah. So they were just emulating what they knew. And so I get that. And so I don't harbor any ill will, but it does have a big effect on children. Yeah. And so I've been trying to deal with a lot of these things. My good friend Lex, who is not here today, has been helping me with those things. And like a couple years ago, I really started getting into my darker goth stuff things uh, uh, an aesthetic that I always was attracted to and I think that's just because of the brooding the like the the anger and the anxiety and all the shit that I harbored for so long and that was what like that look helped show that but like now in this this summer I've been dabbling into what I call my um, my Brandon Boyd look of Incubus (laughs) very hippie style I know what you mean and I feel like it's kind of indicative that like I've got my foot in the door towards who I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I just have to get rid of all that fucking baggage that I've been holding on to and not dealing with and just kind of bottling it up, bottling yeah. it up. And this is this is the fight for the light right yeah, here. This look right here. Man. This is who is. I can be. Because you have to fight for it. The yes. light doesn't just come to you. No, darkness man. is so darkness sucks up light. So you have to put out as much as you can mm-hmm. to even insane like i forget I, it was some like super like goth thing but it was like oh they say light is the fastest thing in the universe but darkness is already always there when the light yeah. gets there and i was like it's, oh shit that's yeah. fucking that's so that's so middle school dark that it's i something. fucking love it i mean like the whole it's just all the lights even created by stars is the reason that we have such a cosmic you know microwave mm-hmm. because like eventually that light dissipates and just becomes these low dangerous i mean look you'll get cooked yeah it's just fucking that's intense i think there's a there was a skit at one of my boy scout camps that this troop did they called i think it was called this is probably very wrong but i this is wrong but this is what's coming to my mind right now but they was called uh dark bulbs so they're not necessarily light bulbs what they do instead of emitting light they suck up the dark and without the dark it shows the light and they oh. did this whole like skit on why this Damn. is real and i was like this is too intense for yeah. my fucking 12 year old brain <laughs> yeah dude, that's, like, yeah, that's breaking fucking like holy shit <laughs> that's funny that's yeah. funny i always like when nicholas leaves and we can talk because i want to talk about like yeah tripping and not, not like, not to say that Nicholas doesn't, you know, indulge in these things, but that's always where we end up going is, yeah, big heady stuff with no answers. Yeah, no, <laughs> Just, no, no, no answers. That's like I, I, all the trips with like, still no answers. I just, I keep seeing stuff that's very convincing, and I'm just like, wow. I, it's like you get a taste of really of the answer mm-hmm. every time. You get a taste of like the truth, as the they truth, would call yeah. it in Full Metal Alchemist. It feels like it, man. A lot of times, a lot of stuff hasn't left. Like some some effects haven't left. The, mm-hmm. the afterglow still from that trip is still here. Like those lights are actually incredibly bright. 
they also flicker a lot because the yeah. electricity in this garage Dude, is not very steady. It was like that in my old house too. And elect- ever since that trip, like electricity, like I'm, it's the flickering and like the consistency of light. It's mm-hmm. very interesting. Like if a, if a house doesn't have electricity that's consistently supplying light, I'm pretty able to like, even if it's not flickering, I'll see like stops yeah. in a way where I'm like, wow, I wasn't able to like see that. It, it makes me feel like uh, I'm not seeing anything more high def, but it makes me feel like I'm seeing it in more frames per second. Yeah. Um, which is very, it's, sometimes it's a little uncomfortable. It, Are it you was, one of those people who experience, there's a name for it, but I it's, I'm drawing a blank right now. But who experiences um, the outages of lights, like when you pass them, consistently? Like, out, like outages, like they'll go out. So like you're at a stoplight yeah. or a stop sign, and there's a light above you, mm-hmm. and it'll go out. No, that never happens. That happens to me a lot. That's wild. And I don't know if it's a thing. It's probably not. I know there's a name for it, but yeah. I didn't start noticing it until like I was back in my addiction days, where I'd be riding my bike everywhere. Yeah. And it it always just reminded me of some like horror movie because you know you're riding down the street, yep. light goes out, and you're like, uh oh, yeah. And then you're always expecting the next one to go out, and then you're like, oh shit, yep. I gotta get the fuck out of here. But it never happens. It's always just one. It's just like a reminder, like, hey, I you're mean, going you, the right way or something. I have you no do idea. have a relationship with everything that surrounds you, mm-hmm. you know. So it's I wouldn't put it past it. I don't put anything past anything anymore. It's like. It's also amazing. It makes me almost think that's why some people have, like, killed themselves in the past even. Like, sometimes, you know, they, like, perhaps people have in the past, not to, I'm not writing off, like, people that are truly suicidal. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's even times where I've been, like, so amazed by a fact. And so, like, especially on a trip, you know, I'll be, like, so amazed by a certain truth that I find that I'm, mm-hmm. like, you know, I almost have to catch myself saying things like, I will do anything to find the full truth of what I just fucking saw. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that, if you think about it, it has to involve death. And I'm like, I can't do that. Sorry. <laughs> but it's yeah. like, you know, it's that longing for something that you know is going to happen eventually. But it's like, and most people don't want it to happen at all. Mm-hmm. But it's like the more you learn, the more you realize how small a part you're playing here on Earth. Or it might be a bigger part. You never know. Mm-hmm. But compared to what's out there. You, it's all you just I don't know you it leaves me thinking just like what you know yes there's a timeline for what's going to happen here we're going to interact with you know other people whatever but like what about how what about just the soul like when I was young I was raised in a very uh very religious uh town but nobody had any answers as to like what happened you know it was just like oh yeah we believe this mm-hmm. and so for a long time when I was real little I wanted to die simply because I wanted yeah. to know the answer. Yeah. It wasn't like my life was bad or my mm-hmm. feelings hurt, but it was like the only way I'm going to get a fucking answer is if I'm dead. Yeah. So like, let's die, and so I can get the answer, and then I can you all can just like pull a Ouija board yeah. or do a seance thing, and I'll be like, "Yo, that book is wrong." Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like it's the longing. That's what I call it. Just mm-hmm. this like. Uh, somewhat romantic i guess i don't don't like to talk about it with people a lot because then it'll freak them out they'll be like are you okay i'm like i promise you i'm not like cosmically suicidal Mm. but like there is that itch in me that's so ready to know what the answers are that i'm almost paradoxically not ready because i'm almost so terrified of like i've been fed the current information that i've been fed for so long that i can't even imagine what we're going to learn let alone what we're going to learn after we die mm-hmm. um, amazing i have 
to a degree a um some would say i don't say a troublesome uh fascination with death yeah because death is the final the final act Mm -hmm. and to me my philosophy is and i'm sure this is many others as well the only reason your life is even valuable is because it's not permanent yeah the fact that you die is the only reason that your life holds any weight yeah because it isn't everlasting it will end at some point we don't know when and that's why your life is important yeah because you have you can you you can you have things to offer in the time that you have and once you figure out the answers beyond to like what's beyond that that might be really bad figuring out what's after death while we're still alive might uh i feel like it would it would sour the taste of what we have now it would sour it would Mm -hmm. but at the same time it also might alternatively make you really appreciate if you are if let's say in a world where you become aware of like you get to live multiple times after this Mm -hmm. and you just get to do anything whatever you'd almost cherish it more you'd almost be like so i get this here one time it's like a it's like a like a saga in the first book you're gonna be here but in the next book you're gonna be here and you're not gonna know anything about what happened in the first book and it makes me nervous in a way because it's like shit like what the whole thing even if you do know it's like i don't know it's 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 all so so much and to think that you cannot stop this process like we're already alive and born Mm -hmm. we have to go through whatever the fuck we are gonna go through (laughs) yep there's no stopping this train nope even if you fucking even if (laughs) even if we had a c4 we blew ourselves up right now we would quite literally we'd only be subjecting ourselves to those answers right then you're mm-hmm. not escaping the answer no like that's that's the one thing at least that i feel happy about is like you you will be answered to eventually mm-hmm. like everything will eventually make sense some possible way it gives me a lot of solace of just like i've talked a lot to uh lex we're both big into psychology and there's a, a the a, statistic where they say at a certain age is when you're the happiest Mm -hmm. and a lot of it i I think it's like 40s or 50s maybe because you let there's like a i don't want to this isn't this isn't accurate and i know she's gonna ream me for it but like there's like a certain ego death that happens at a certain age because you kind of let go of you know the youthful expectations and the 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 bars that you set of what are needed from you to your peers when in reality you don't owe anybody anything you just got to live your life and focus on you and it seems like it's common characteristic for humans to not really understand that until middle age it's nuts i think it's designed that way though too i think the system is designed to keep us from figuring things out until it's too late oh probably because if you think about it by that time who cares you've already given your 25 30 years all all your energy all, all the 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 mana that you yeah incre- you were able to max out yeah that, that timeline you gave that all to us the skill yeah to people that would replace you within a day and i think that right now it's what's happening is like a great awakening and enlightenment i used to be when i was 14 i was super far right mm-hmm. and i was super like i was just i was you know parroting what my parents would say i'd be like right. you need to work for all your money i'm 24 now and all I can whole think of is, is gone past. I do not dream of labor. Labor doesn't have to exist, like in order to make things happen. COVID proved that to yeah. us. They were able to pay every fucking American a living wage for four months. Pretty crazy without mm-hmm. doing any work. Yeah. And 
you know, again, I, if, if anyone hears this and gets mad and wants to DM me, I'm not going to talk about it, but, <laughs> uh, I just, I just wanted to like, it just makes sense to me that like, especially where AI is going, most of stuff like profit capitalism, all it's like, it's a created thing meant to benefit certain elites almost to like, mm-hmm. almost to like get them off this planet first. You know, it's like Christ, but I don't know. You just like labor doesn't, I just don't dream of it. I don't think that that's what's like necessary. There are very few jobs in this country that couldn't be done by a robot. Yeah. Very few. Very few jobs that couldn't be done by a robot. And people are always talking. It's sad. Corporate America, corporate, not, it's not even America. It's globalist world. Mm -hmm. Capitalism has infected almost every fucking portion of the world. Yeah, it's because it's a profitable thing. It is Mm -hmm. seriously. And that whole process makes me think that like they've poisoned so many people into thinking, well, if robots take our jobs, we won't have jobs. It's like that's the fucking point. Why do you want to judge? If you have a living wage, what do you need to work for? The whole point is that if if the robots are doing all the jobs, I get that there. Yes, there will be a transitionary period where money may be weird. Mm -hmm. Yes. But when you get to a certain point after robots and AI are able to handle everything. You can focus if, on all the yes, things that you want to do. That's the whole point. If you're left with nothing else to do work-wise, then you get to just work on – you get to do the stuff that people did before other people started telling them what to do. The thing that I always revert to, like – because I've worked in factories a lot of my time. Me too. And <sighs> the one thing I always ask people, and they're always older people, mm-hmm. and I'm like, is this what you grew up imagining you would do with your yeah. life? And they're always like, no. And I'm like, isn't that sad? Yeah. Like, we all grew up wanting to be like a firefighter mm-hmm. or, you know, a doctor or a lawyer or an astronaut. And look at us. Yeah, but even then. We gave up still, on that stuff. Even then, those are still, you're still serving someone else in that point. You know, you're still serving, you're still working for someone else's bigger picture, dream, goal. In a sense, I would agree. It's not so much the same as like a like a production or a factory where you're yeah. just making a product. This is I, it is you're serving a higher yeah. power, yes, but it's more of a like a community job. Yeah. You're serving a greater purpose. Like, yeah. I don't, astronauts, I don't really know what. Yeah, but you can. I get what you mean though, and you can have all that without having anyone be paid too. You can just have people that care and want to help people. There's plenty of volunteer firefighters exactly. and EMTs and like, stuff like that. So many, literally, mm-hmm. and it, there would be if it's. If you just didn't have a system where people had to work in order to live, that's the reason why they don't want the system to change. Mm-hmm. It's it's profitable, like you said, and they're afraid that you know when people figure out community farming and everything else that's self-sustainable, they won't need to buy shit from Meyer and Walmart. Like yeah. all this shit that they f- like, it's crazy. Bring it's back the favorite. barter system. Dude, seriously, the barter. <laughs> a lot of things trade. Like, the barter system, sometimes I feel like I almost rip someone off, and they almost feel the same way. They're like, are you sure? I'm like, are you sure? This is an amazing trade. <laughs> yeah. And I love that feeling. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Money, it's just so soulless. It's like, it's like here, I'm going to give you a physical representation of my time. Yeah. And you don't know how much time I put in to earn this. This could have been a week. This could have been a day. It could have exactly. been a whole month so it's that I worked to get this one fucking thing. That's one of the many issues. It all folds in on each other. Mm-hmm. It's so gross. And it just circles back to like labor is not necessary. 
your own physical labor, your own communal labor is necessary. Yeah, but that's always been necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not necessary to work for a corporation that's not even serving anyone. Yeah. Yeah, I uh I've I've been really strung up on this idea lately cuz I'm going to be 29 this year. And like as a child I had such grandiose ideas of what I was going to be and what I was going to do. And I feel like I'm running out of time. But you might, you know, if we figured but, all this alien shit, you might just have a lot of time left <laughs> on your true. hands, man. But and then on the in on the in the other hand though, I'm thinking that I'm running out of time because I've placed this what I think is the typical timeline of success. And that's yeah. not the case. Jared Leto was thirty four yeah. when the kill came out. That's crazy. He's 50 now. I learned that last night. I did not know he was 50 years old. Yeah, it took him a minute. Yeah. It's... There is no timeline for success, and just like there is no timeline for happiness. It's the vibrations. Like It's all about those fractals, man. When you start, like, because I think that, you know, that simple, I'm just going to say this as if it's fact. Okay. So the fractals that I saw, I feel like that's what you're able to control. Mm-hmm. You're able to control with your mind the simplest form the simplest uh the unit you know and i think that since they're swirling and since fractals are constantly building upon themselves you're in control of like when when people say vibrations Mm -hmm. i think that what they're referring to is the the way that fractals feel sensationally because they're not it's not just moving you know it's not just like string theory where it's just a string it's like these things are moving and spiraling up you know it maybe not upward but they're they're going mm-hmm. and that feeling is like that's quote unquote vibes like you're right. feeling that so when you build if you like if you it's all about concentrating how those are built and if you know how to build them all because there's so many it's like they're all around us ones that are making up the current you know space-time continuum that accepts the carpet being the carpet and all mm-hmm. of this area that it is on the, on the on the ground or the shirts being where they are, the way that it was those lines in Interstellar. Like, as long as you're building those, the way that he did in Interstellar, you remember he knocked the books to yep. build specifically a message? Mm-hmm. It's like you're doing that in real life. You're manifesting the energy to build those fractals in a way that, res- that in real life, because you can't see it on such a small level, right. reflects as, you know, like doing what whatever it is that you're doing like with mm-hmm. my music stuff it's reflecting and as all the stuff that's happened since you know november right that is what the fractals were so like your timeline is like so it just started like your timeline only just started every second that you want to start it mm-hmm. it's nuts you can start and it can be so quick and i feel like that's jared leto probably did the same thing everyone probably did the same thing they just find their groove and it doesn't matter what age you are you just like it's the the literal it's the vibes, but it's yeah. the it's the vibrations. Those ah, the fractals are so beautiful, man. I wish I could tell you what they looked like. Just wish I could paint them for you. <laughs> <laughs> I would love a painting of fractals. I can't paint. I can't either. <laughs> I feel like part of this anxiety. I have a strong feeling that a lot of other people suffer from it as well because I feel like it's the society that we were raised in. This was the. Yeah. It's all you're told. Hey, you go to school. Out of high school, you go to college. Yeah. You learn what you want to do f- at 18. Yeah. So you spend four years studying it, so you can be the best, and you can go get a job and do that for the rest of your life. Yeah. How many 18 year olds have you ever met that knew who they were and 
what they wanted to do for None. the rest of their life. And the college thing was None. only added in in the 60s and 70s. Right. Remember, before that, they wanted to poach you even younger. They wanted to get all that mana out. I mean, you you could turn 17, 18 and get a pretty great job and support a family yeah. in the 40s. Mm-hmm. A fucking family. <laughs> <laughs> Buy a house, get a car or what? a fucking carriage, whatever the hell. Crazy. Had. Anything. You could probably get all three. Yeah. And for you, fucking $9. And you could afford a mistress <laughs> on top of all that. You yeah. could afford to drink. I mean, like Mad Men, the show is a perfect example of like mm-hmm. the kind of decline of all that. Like, you know, just God. But it just sucks, man. Like, yeah, like it's the sooner I, sooner everyone realizes it. Like it's it's, it's kind of happening now where it's just this like we, we haven't had to work a lot of us in a long time mm-hmm. just because of Corona. And I think that that in and of itself has started uh, kind of started sparking a lot of thoughts in people's minds of like, oh, it doesn't have to be the way it is. It doesn't. Like We can change this. I This anxiety, the Corona anxiety, I call mm-hmm. it where. I start feeling bad that I'm not doing anything around the house. You know, like Dude. I'm sitting there promoting my fucking ass off. I'm doing every hours a day on my phone for the music stuff. So I'm really, I'm working. Mm-hmm. I am really working. But since I'm not at a job, job. You're not physically that doing makes, something. makes me feel, feel like, like I'm fucking worthless. Time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because I've been conditioned to think that that's what I'm supposed to be I doing. I know, dude. Which I've is been nuts, struggling bro, so hard with that, it's too. It's insane when you really... I've had a couple moments in the past months where I've allowed myself full freedom from that thought. Very new feeling. This, I'm 24 years old. First time I've ever felt this. I and needed edibles to find dude, that. Dude, literally. Where, to when be you like, finally it's just, fine. You know it's that fine. you don't have to do anything. This, yeah, it, anything. Now, it took me a long time to really understand because for a minute there was this big feeling. I listened to this pod, uh, podcast and Dr. Drew was saying that um, – Bert Kreischer has this uh, fear of missing out mm-hmm. anxiety. I have that as well, or so I believe it's self-diagnosed. Yeah. But within Corona, being tied down into your house for a long yeah. time, I felt like I was missing out on a lot of stuff. And it took a lot of yeah. thought and bombardment to be like, Chris, this isn't just happening to you. Yeah. This is the whole fucking planet. It's everyone. Everyone is at a standstill. This is just how it is. You have to deal with it. And the fact that you can just go... I haven't worked since March 16th. Oh, yeah? I just went back to work last week, <laughs> it's and it's, it's March 24th was my mine. job uh, does not. They they put, a, they put a hiring freeze, so not only are they not taking people back, they said they were going to take us back for a week, yeah. and then they just didn't, so I was like... Well, it's because the numbers keep spiking right. up, because nobody yeah. gives a shit about Makes where... Makes sense. I, you know, it's a pandemic. It's not real. <laughs> so shout out to True Green for keeping it real. <laughs> For real, they actually give keep a fuck about us. Uh, they let me keep the company phone, and I told them I shoot nice. music videos with it, and they're like, "We don't care." Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> I'm like, I keep it safe. Okay, yeah. so but put yeah. us in the end credits. That's all exactly. We care about. <laughs> the uh, but like just, I've had a lot of times, you know, where I've had a lot of free time, but you know, only a couple times in the past, you know, few months where I've really been able to have moments where I'm like. I'm just free to do anything. Like like the other day I was supposed to go to Target and get some dog food and I was like, I'm just keep driving. I'm just keep driving. And yeah. I just kept driving because I was like, I don't have shit to do. I don't have anywhere to be. Like I don't have, you know, I would I was supposed to be at work like in the next 15 minutes according to my old work schedule right. on that. And I was looking, I'm like, I'm going to take a drive, man. Like I the thought came in my head, work. And I'm like, drive. And the more that I do that, every single day and i'm trying to now now mm-hmm. that i realize it i'm trying to re 
you know, and doing this self-employed hustle, you know, again, like with the, with the music stuff, like mm-hmm. that's, I want, uh, I mean, the plan is to music is going to be my sole source of income. We have similar, uh, we have similar hopes. It's, it's the same with music. Like I just, I, and as this may sound very privileged, but like, it's also like, I say this because I want, I want other people, if they hear it to, to be really inspired, like I want to say it one more time, I don't dream of labor and specifically, you know, once I'm living off of my music, you know, whether, you know, cause it's a number of things. It's not just living off one thing. It's living off, you know, merch and my royalties that, mm-hmm. you know, that finally actually started coming in from commercials and, and stuff. stuff. It's like very that. interesting. Yep. Uh, I dream to just wake up every day, kind of like how I have been and do whatever the fuck I want, like smoke my morning joint mm-hmm. or maybe the next day don't smoke my morning joint maybe go for a run or maybe it's like two in the morning and i'm like i'm just gonna drive to california so serious stuff like that freedom and free and freedom just going truly mm-hmm. just going because it's like uh, you know and when you have like the the financial freedom to do that which i don't have yet but you know like i've been telling everyone you sell ten thousand records you made a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars it's super easy if you think about it to gain ten thousand fans all you have to do is talk to X amount of people mm-hmm. per day after you factored in how many people of those people will actually respond and how many people of those people that responded will actually be your fans. Once right. you have that metric figured out roughly, you got it. You can make a plan for how to how to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's all just a numbers game. And it's, you know, there's some variables, but just to dial it back, I digress a lot. It's just like. I hope anyone that's listening understands too. Like, just make a. If you got a plan, keep doing that because it's probably a good fucking plan. And if you don't have a plan, just make one. Literally, just make one. It's better than whatever you aren't doing. That's been that's been a big thing for us here. Is it like we all ingest, ingest, digest? We all consume podcasts, yeah. and a lot of them have been around for a long time, and a lot of them are quite popular, yeah. and that is their main source. And I'm like, oh, I want to aspire to be like these guys, so I'm going to do what they do, mm-hmm. and then I do the things they do, but then it doesn't reap the same rewards, and I'm like, oh, also remember, you've been at it one year, they've been doing it for 10. Yeah. That's the difference, is time. Yeah. Like, you're... You can't get the success of, let's say, last podcast on the yeah. left in a year. It took them 10 years to do it. But then some timelines are meant, you know, not meant, but like they, the work, the stuff that happens at certain times makes things meant to happen at that yeah. time. So sometimes it's like, you know, like with my favorite murder, Crime Junkies. Yep. Those got big quick mm-hmm. because of just because It was the they bubble did. of true crime. Yeah. That, that was the in thing and then yeah. people were just in the right bubble at the right time right the right t- it's all it takes man that's the whole thing about virality i mean it's it goes to the whole like people like to call it chaos of the universe but it's very organized in a way it's like organized or- yes chaos. organized chaos you just like it's it's the vibrations i mean it's the fractals it goes right back down to it. The, <laughs> the the building blocks man when you when you find the rhythm that allows them all to kind of work uh, as if they're gears in a in a system, mm-hmm. and you finally get that one that's all of a sudden they all start fucking moving at the same time. That's literally it's like it's like snorting Adderall every second of your life. <laughs> you just like constantly feeling life, just really telling you like to the intuition, tugging on you, just being like, do this. It's a good idea. 
snorting Adderall every second of your life is not a good idea, listener. We don't recommend we it. We don't recommend it, but it is your yeah. life, and you can do whatever you want. But especially don't crush up the little pebble salts. Those are very bad for your nose. Ugh. Pebble salts? Like the little pink balls, like the extended release when people, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, there's a reason they're in that form. Yeah. Is they, they break down a certain way. Yeah, that shit fucked my life up a couple times. <laughs> no more. Let's close out. Let's tell the people what you got coming up, where they can find you, where they can follow you. Yeah. All that sweet jazz. Um, so I'm at JNPNMN uh, on all social platforms. Um, that's and that's phonetically that's jane norman paul norman martha norman jnpnmn jnpnmn um, <laughs> i'm gonna have uh, merch dropping soon for the people that do know about the stuff for the people that don't don't worry about it i don't need your money immediately <laughs> uh just go listen to the music first we'll worry about money later i'm i am trying to do this as a career but i'm not trying to if you're um, in the know about the merch, yeah. then you'll know about it, the merch. Yeah, but if not, don't worry about it. And it'll be pre-order uh, only, so it's not like it's going to be like a limited run. It's going to be you know a limited time access for pre-orders. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like what's you know after that, what's printed is printed. So I guess it'll be limited in that sense. But you know, it's it's a no pressure operation. I mean, I'm just doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. As far as music goes, December first is when the album drops. Um, I don't really have much other than that. Like I don't. Uh, not because I'm hiding things. I actually just don't know when I'm dropping the other singles. Like I kind of like get these feelings where I'm like, I'm going to drop this this day. Like mm-hmm. the other day I just dropped that, that one on YouTube. And then I was like, you know what? August 1st will be the official release date. And I just decided that that night. Yeah. So that's the one thing I don't talk to my mentor about. It's kind of just <laughs> free willy, but <laughs> it is what it is. So August 1st is going to be a, the, the newest song that I have out that on YouTube will be out everywhere. Um, August... 21st a song called summoned that's already out on youtube will also be made available uh everywhere after a lengthy uh not battle but like a a figuring out of licensing rights but i won so we're all good winner Uh, yeah i'm excited and yeah december 1st is the album and so i mean shit man i'm trying to do an album release something before then right uh doubt that'll probably like even happen Um, yeah this year kind of got yeah. But fucked. It is what it is. So I mean, if you if you like my music, and tell your mother, tell your brother, tell your sister. Uh, you know, put it on you, TikTok. Yeah, put it on TikTok. Fucking mm-hmm. seriously, because <laughs> I'm distributing my music there too. In these dances, yeah. let me tell you, they that can be great. Um, and I'm gonna be doing a giveaway soon as well for Ooh. the merch. Um, so that'll be that'll be something. And the merch is uh, I haven't I haven't posted it yet, but it's um, it's not screen printed. It's an embroidered. Ooh. logo it's a very nice shirt uh it's gonna be a little bit more expensive because of that 35 does it bucks have a nerd pocket uh it does not no titty pocket no titty pocket That's okay but it'll be it'll be great um they're printed on you know like i was saying the 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 shirt is 35 bucks but it's embroidered and i took like three months to fucking find the specific goddamn shirts because i needed the specific softness i wanted people to put on something that feels like they're putting on like a like a soft like plush blanket in a t-shirt but still heavy yeah because i you know so it's the quality uh it's everything and you know it's just like you know and again if people don't don't want to pay 35 bucks for shirt, i totally understand it but it's you know it's i'm trying to establish the penman brand not just as like clothing and merch it's like yeah it's it's a clothing line that i think i also kind of believe in i'm not really Mm -hmm. a clothing person but i would like to make something i truly believe in Every time I try to screen print something, it looks like shit. I would be hard-pressed to believe that no one listening to this has ever spent 
an exorbitant amount of money for one thing at a concert. Yeah, ever. Because sometimes you're like, oh, shit, that's a yeah. dope shirt, but $45? Yeah. Uh, but I know if I don't get it now, yep. I'll never fucking get it again, and then you end up buying it. Yeah. And then, but then you're always happy it did. You're exactly. Like, that was expensive, but I have this. Yeah. I wanted it, and now I have it. And I didn't want to announce the shirts at all because before, it was I could only... I was gonna be forced to sell them for 40 and i was like i don't want to do that like Mm -hmm. i'm just not doing that yet like i'm not at that level where i can even i I can't do that so 35 was like my where i could finally like source the shirts and the Mm -hmm. embroider because embroidery is goddamn expensive yeah it's a skilled trade it is Mm -hmm. man very skilled setup costs and everything is crazy but anyways i digress you can tell that i talk a fucking lot if you want to talk to me more you can message me uh you know, at JNPNMN, and I'm happy to help. If you're a streamer, if you're a gamer, if you stream or you game or you do any of that, I offer all of my music for free to anybody that does that stuff without risk of a DMCA strike. Uh, I will provide you with a contract as well that tells Facebook and YouTube to politely piss off um, mm. because I, I, again, I love making money, but at the same time, I love providing people with music for free because... Yeah being getting a dmca strike on your channel for listening to music sounds fucking shitty and gamers shouldn't have to worry about that like if i play games casually and listen to music without a problem they should be able to especially if it's their living do the same thing without having their living swept out from under them i I also feel like it should be some sort of like you know um unspoken agreement like it you're it's Granted, one person is getting paid. For, well, I guess in the sense, both parties are getting paid. Yeah. The person playing the music paid in some degree to access it. Yeah. And then while they're doing is promoting that song to however many viewers there yeah. are. So it's it's it's, it's like a cohesive it's the barter bond. system. Yeah. Like we were saying, every bartering works way better than cash. Ugh. I've made partnerships with I believe over five hundred streamers in the past month and a half. No cash deals just by messaging them and saying, hey, you can use anything you'd like for fucking free. Mm -hmm. And I'll provide you with the MP3s if you want. Here's a folder of them. Google Drive. Enjoy. Yeah. Do whatever you want. It's free promotion. Exactly. They're, I don't know. Everyone wins. I just barter people, man. Put that cash down. It's not even about the digital system or cashless system. Just put it all down. Just fucking stop. Stop engaging with that shit. Barter as much as you can. Save your cash. Leave it as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Not trying to be a financial assistant, but fuck. If I'm going to leave you with anything, just try to barter. Try to Save trade people money. for stuff. Save your money. Hell yeah. Well, let me see if I can recite the thing that Nick does every time. You can find us on uh, Facebook at Toon Junkies Podcast, on Instagram at Toon Junkies Pod, Twitter Toon Junkies Pod. Um, Nicholas's uh, Twitter is Make Dameron Sure, and his Instagram is. Um, pulp Nixon, pulp dot Nixon. I think I got that right, Nick. If I got that right, you owe me one Fazoli cookie. We won't know until you listen to this, but yeah. So now I think you, I think you know what's happening next as we talk about what we've been listening to lately. You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> A lot. So, um, lately. I have been listening to a lot of uh, Four Story, a band from uh, Fort Wayne. Nope, I lied. Indianapolis. And then I've been listening to Gray Days, which is the the Chester Bennington's original band. And then a shout out to 
Mikau Phantoma album. Um, and then I listened to Lil Wayne's Funeral. And then a synthwave album called Legend of Synthwave. It's all a bunch of Zelda synthwave remixes. Synthwave is always good. Oh, yeah. Fucks with it. Love that stuff. What have you been listening to? Mostly podcasts. Mostly podcasts. Stuff you should know. Crime Junkies, my favorite murderer. Do you listen to your mom's house podcast at all? I don't. Okay. Well, as of today, July 26th, everything your mom's house related was removed from Spotify and nobody knows why. Oh, that's... Conspiracy music. X-Files music. No, I think they're just kind of getting in trouble. At least the standing theory right now is that they're in a little bit of trouble because uh, the past couple weeks they've been real like gore and shock porn stuff like oh. just trying to get people to throw up on yeah. for some reason just because everybody's getting crazy from quarantine. That makes and sense. I think uh, some people may have complained, but we'll see. But yeah. Yeah, that happens. Uh, are you excited for your long drive home? Very. I'm going <laughs> to... Uh, I'm going to take a big fat dab before I leave. I'm going to get in the car. I'm going to heat up my little n- little noodle. Hell collector. yes. Uh, and I'm going to rip that boy and then promptly hide it because we're in Indiana. That's true. You're not far from Michigan, though. Not so far. It, Thank fucking God. Yeah, not far. But, so. um, yeah. I, I, think I've got a, I think I left an edible in the car. It's oh probably all... Nice and gooey. I have but. to get uh, Nick's, Nick's thing. It's like, kind of, well, it's, I mean, some of it's for you. Actually, the mug was for you. Ooh. It was for both of you because I was just like, I couldn't send out the second package. Mm-hmm. But um, then there's another, just some other stuff in there. There's a lot of stuff. There's like references to Family Guy in there. It says more tea, Mr. Oh. Bike on the top. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, now now we got to end this because yeah. I don't want to see this stuff. Error, 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 blies. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Toon Junkies podcast. My name is Chris. My name is John. <laughs> out. Place. Yep. So it's these it's these four motherfuckers. Five mother it's six, it's a lot of motherfuckers like this. But I'll start with you. Hey, villain, hey, where do we start? I heard you got a great team and you're making the yard Taking the ball so low that a bitch can't limbo You probably spend most days licking the windows Most days, I know, yes, don't reply back I know we can't help it, his mom, she smoked crack And dad, wow, what a fucking tragedy there Daddy bought you a studio because your daddy was scared And you see your daddy with a bitch and his name was Aaron Not a warp to a pass was enough to scare him And Jordan Kilcore's got a core to kill you Fat bitch, how the fuck you afford a meal? You fuck kids cause your own age knows the deal Castrate yourself, hairline escaped yourself I hate yourself, I wake up and bake myself With Colton's there, I shake to a wake myself i said i'm 14 he said he's gonna rape myself he said forces rocks when she suck my cock i said force or not i think i told you stop aaron hopkins hopped in like force is hot my, my cock's not small it's the cold he's acting and please send nudes because you're young and happy i know your dad's home would you suck my peep aaron man i'm gonna have to fucking punch your teeth in i've had about enough and you can't escape this you can't start a band without a fucking rapist on the surface they purchase your trusted faces but it might be the drummer or the fucking bassist that's the reason that i'm making music alone because i'm the only person i can trust on my bones unproblematic so i stay in my own lane i pray that these dudes stay the fuck at home and not just because of corona it's cause they think they can just fuck when they wanna smoke some marijuana fuck these dudes
And Antonio Hill taking Antonio pill You dropping DMs like a window on a Coupe de Ville You gotta foot the bill, you fucking chill You got me thinking, what the hell, is this for real? You gotta get the fuck away and stay away And while you're at it, stay your lane, increase your pace And leave a little room for court and room for Jordan Leave a lot of room for Aaron, so important Got the 40k on Insta, lots of pictures Not a lot of engagement with them, something's missing Not a lot of plays legit on streaming systems Got a lot of haters, listen, there's a risen Everybody hates you, bud, you're such a cuck You try to sell a nugget, bud, for 20 bucks You try to sew your face around me, trust your gut You're gonna get a hollow point to bust you nuts, you're gonna get a hollow head to try some shit You're gonna have your family holding candlesticks You're gonna have a stone with some engravings on you Wanna fucking try your luck, then try it, homie There's a couple things I think I should've told you Mom and dad are siblings, so I'll slow it for you Don't even reply to this, you stupid bitch I gotta spill the beans about you, fuck the Folgers Look, you are so abusive All of you Ask that girl who moved She moved out to Cali just cause you're abusive, like you. I just, I just get the fuck out of whatever the fuck kind of scene you think you're in. Also, fuck the scene. I don't know what the scene is. That's fucking stupid. You should make music just to make music. If you're making music to be in a scene, you're a fucking idiot. Uh, you know, fuck all that shit. Make you some money. If you're not making money, you're probably complaining. If you're complaining, you're probably broke. Nice calling Quinn feature, by the way. How much your dad paid for that?